0: CHAPTER Eight. The burning filled his mind. So many urges vied for attention. Preacher braced himself against the door, fighting the demons that struggled to win control. Sarah. What was it about her? Desires deeper than lust tore at his heart. Thoughts of the woman consumed him. He felt like a wolf with an unsuspecting bunny just feet from his snout. Her scent filled his nostrils. The soft skin, dripping between his fingers like milk, poured into a jar. Preacher had set up the newcomers in the ministry with James and Carson. Sarah chose a cot next to James. He couldn't help but notice that Sarah appeared to wedge herself between her son and Miss Lark. It had been imperceptible. "'until he caught the disappointment in Miss Lark's eyes. "'She had made her way toward the cots nearest James, "'and then Sarah stepped ahead and claimed a bed next to him. "'He found it odd that Sarah was more concerned with James and Miss Lark than Carson, "'an observation he would have to learn more about in the days to come. "'The fact that they were together caused a bit of concern for him.' it would be more difficult to pick off members of the herd when they traveled together. But he wondered if he could make it work to his advantage. If he could turn one of the travelers into his minion, then he would use more subtle persuasive tactics to reach his goals. Sheep in wolves' clothing, he smiled. Preacher stared at the crucifix on the wall. It spun in circles as the forces of evil swarmed around him. He found it hard to wield the powers when his senses were overwhelmed with bloodlust. The evil was far more controllable in an intimate setting, he and his prey alone. With several choices nearby, it was all he could do to keep the forces at bay. The need to reveal themselves openly wrestled with his self-control. He approached the dresser and unscrewed the cap on the vial of holy water. Dipping his finger into the narrow opening, the burning focused on his fingertip. A hiss of steam billowed out past his fist. He bit the inside of his lip to keep the scream buried deep within his chest. His breathing became erratic. Years of practice were not always enough to maintain his human persona. The serpent was strong, and his pact with the devil was even stronger. The Dark One would never release him. AND IT WAS CLEAR THAT THE LORD HAD FORSAKEN HIS SOUL. ALL MEASURES OF ATONEMENT HAD BEEN IGNORED, AND HE WAS LEFT TO FEND FOR HIMSELF AGAINST SOMETHING MORE POWERFUL THAN MAN COULD IMAGINE. PREACHER RETURNED THE VIAL TO THE DRESSER. THOUGHTS OF SPLASHING IT OVER HIS SKIN WASHED AWAY. HE KNEW IT WOULD ONLY CAUSE HIM PAIN. IT WOULD HAVE NO EFFECT ON HIS DISPOSITION OR HIS SITUATION. He kneeled before the cross on the wall. It pegged in an upside-down posture. The face of the Son of God stared down at him with sadness. The words of the Dark One flew from his lips. Only he understood their meaning. If others were to overhear it, the words would sound like a humming murmur of unintelligible noises, low and irritating, like a lover's moan. He felt the fire work its way to his face and head. His neck flushed with heat. Then the flames burst upon his scalp and cheeks. The flaming head spoke in demonic tongues, mocking the crucifixion on the wall. His eyes rolled back in the sockets, revealing blackness and pure evil. It was gone. Preacher fell to the floor, gasping for air. Tears of relief washed from his eyes. Sweat covered his body, and he felt his shirt soaking against his skin. Remnants of steam drifted from his body. He remained prone on the floor, enjoying the cool dampness of the wood. Preacher tried to listen carefully in between gasps, to hear if the visitors had discovered his solitary battle. A soft laugh, and the sounds of Miss Lark talking to James from down the hall. He rolled onto his back and stared at the ceiling trying to compose himself once more. Times like this forced Preacher to rethink his life and the choices he had made.